Hey world, Reverend Saint here. I am Reverend Megan. We are two queer black women. We are ordained ministers who really love God, God and love to cut up, love to get down and get real. We move by the spirit, the beat, and our authentic being. We are ready to share our truth and our journey of love, life, and liberation. This is our time and our space to simply be. We, we are, are two rebs with, with no, no church. church. Gathering all those who want to get into the conversation about faith, hope, hope and love. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Two Rebs and No Church. Can I just point something out that uh, Reverend DeSaint does every time? When she says, welcome to two, she always starts going like this you know and those, she always starts to our swings i'm ready she swings i'm ready to say i'm ready and we are excited to bring you yet another episode of two rest of the church what is we talking about today god of your understanding mm -hmm. taking god out of the box this yeah. is me taking God out of the box. Taking God out of your mind of what you think God is and is mm -hmm. not. Uh, what is the God of your understanding? Of my understanding? Yeah. I don't understand God. <laughs> the God of my understanding is that I, I don't, don't understand God. <laughs> no, seriously. I, and I'm not trying to be smart. I know. What I know. <laughs> I know. I know you're serious. Go ahead. What, I, what I understand today about God may be false tomorrow. Mm. So, like when I tell folks, why am I screaming? Am I screaming? Yeah, you got a lot. Like right here in my ear, the left ear. <laughs> so I still I want them in four years just, from now. Thank I just you. had a coffee with espresso. So, oh, yes. Yeah, so, I tell folks all the time, this is what I understand about God today. And then I proceed to tell them what I feel like I know today. So the reason why I do that is so I don't put God in a box. Mm. So that statement holds my spirit accountable to let me know and to remind me that I know nothing about God. Well, the organ's coming. Oh, God of my understanding. You know, um, you know, this saying that God is the same today and, and yesterday and forevermore, and in the end. Uh, the other the the top the second getting that one out the other statement that says um you know god of your ancestors god uh your, your mother them father them sister them hmm. the god of my understanding is the god that i know for myself and i never try to project it's kind of similar to what you're saying but never try to project the god that i know for myself to others because the way people journey and experience god is different i believe god speaks to us differently uniquely but the end goal whatever that goal is to be within our Full fullness to live in the fullness, the abundance thereof is the same. The journey is different. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like a parent with, with their children. I don't think a parent, I believe they do love all of their children, but I don't think they they raise them or discipline them the same way. Okay. So yeah, so it's just like a parent. <laughs> With their many children, I believe they definitely love all of their children, uh, but you can't raise um, 
all your children the same way because they, they're unique you know they're they hear different they experience life differently um we are all unique in the in the divine imagination and so i believe god knows this and approach us with caution or maybe we approach no god don't approach me with caution <laughs> god does not approve god is not cautious god not like wait a minute God does not go, oh, wait a minute, she in a bad mood today. You know what? Let me step back. I will try again tomorrow. God don't, God don't care about your mood. God oh, don't God. care about, if God could sing any song, this is the song I think God would sing. What? Jasmine Sullivan song. You better come pick up your feelings. Oh, hey, come pick up your feelings. God probably heard that. God was, God, I guarantee you, God was in the studio oh, with Jasmine Sullivan oh, going, oh, tell the children. Come pick up your feelings. Oh, this is what I've been trying to sing to them for years. Yes, Jasmine, my child, sing it. Pick up your feelings. Okay. <laughs> I've taken a left turn. All right. Yeah, we've gone so <laughs> south. Listen, that's why we two grab no church. Nobody gonna want to sit down that church. <laughs> Talking like that. No, oh. but here's the other thing, right? I think for me, even though the understanding of God changes for me based upon my experiences and how much I open myself up to, uh, to the movement of God in my life. I feel like everyone should have, I don't like the word, using the word shit. I think, I think folks can, can create a foundation where they stand with God in it, right? <laughs> Sorry, that's good. I'm sorry, I got excited with what you said. Because it, it, it alerted me to Muji. You know, we both both of us were Muji, M-O-O-J-I. Yo, y'all need to sit with Muji. Yeah, sit we, with Muji. We gonna declare the decree. Two reds are gonna sit with Muji. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting that out You're supposed to be sitting with God. This is not so not good. Go ahead. Anyway, so, so yeah, so Muji, right? I was listening to the meditative, meditative practice about uh, that he was speaking and one of the things that he said was that um some of us fear submitting to to god to something greater than ourselves mm -hmm. like to the divine and, and you know he talks about sitting still and silent and mm -hmm. that fear that fear is really sitting with ourselves right so the god of your understanding is maybe to really understand the divinity within yourself and being in alignment with the divine and he said that's an honorable thing to mm -hmm. do like he was like a lot of people escape that in their own lifetime and not do that and and, and he, he believes that everyone every person in the lifetime encounters a moment where the divine will source however whoever you call you know some people call it called god source the vortex whatever you call it spirit but life calls you to that moment and and it's an honorable thing to do because you get to know yourself in the divine and intimate way outside of church, outside of gathering. Those, all of those things are, are, are great and beautiful, but don't like, ooh, don't pass on the moment to sit with yourself and understand God in yourself for yourself. Mm -hmm. And then tell folks about that. Now, that'll be a good testimonial Sunday. Mm -hmm. My God, on today, how the angels will sing and praise. Oh, it was good for us to come into the house of the Lord. Oh, I miss church. <laughs> you just went to place. I know, I'm going to let you go there. I know, I went to place. And I'm, I, I'm just sitting on the outside. 
That's how I feel. Waiting for my ride. That's to take I, me where you just went. That's how I feel. I just want to say that's how I feel when you be talking to your second and your third and fourth self. Thank you very much. Because they're all sitting and surrendering to God. So I have to bring them together. But, but that's important to say, right? Because the only way you understand the foundation, the divine foundation that you stand on is to sit, is to have alone time with God, is to sit in, in the solitude of understanding who God is for you. So, so for me, someone, someone can tell me all day about God, but if it doesn't line up with my foundation that God is a liberating source, mm. then I can't hear it. You know, I can't hear it. So if it, if it doesn't line up with that, then it's like, okay. I, Cause that's I not the God of your understanding. That's not the foundation of my understanding, right? The foundation of my understanding is the thing I stand on because it connects to, it aligns with who God has birthed me to be in this world, mm -hmm. who God is lifting me up to and moving me towards. And it, God is always moving me towards liberation, whether yes, it's to liberate people, whether it's to liberate myself, whether it's to look at my life and see where I have just caged my my own identity. Mm -hmm. You know, so if if someone comes to me and says, this is how I see, and it doesn't line up with liberation. It's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, no, I don't, I can't. I can't see it. I can't listen, see it. Yeah. Listen, yeah, you, I can't see Reverend, it. you know, so, you, you know, I'm gonna give you an amen when there's an amen, and honey, that's yes, an amen, and yes, a ashe, and a yes. shalom, and a peace be yes. unto you, and the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and the daughter, too. Hello. And the daughter, too. That's right. And the daughter, too. That's right. That's right. That's right. But that only comes from what you said of, of sitting with God, my elbow itches, of sitting with God by yourself. Yeah. Right? You're, let me tell you, you this, your spiritual or your, your relational foundation with God mm -hmm. cannot come from the church. Mm -hmm. It can't. Can't come from your mama down. Nope. Your father down. Not your ass. I, I think we can glean. I can think we can glean. Um, of course. You know, Jesus, woo, let me let me bring in the Christ. Jesus even said, like, you know, like I, I was with you, but I'm not gonna be with you forever. Like you're gonna have to stand on your own two feet and understand like everything you journey through up this point and come journey along for yourself by yourself. Understand God. Hello. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and what else did Jesus say? That there will be folks you like. I, I, Jesus said a lot. There will be folks. There will be folks that will come after me that will do more than me. Greater works shall you do. Yes, but but a lot of the times the church is at fault for that scripture not coming into that scripture not manifesting. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. A lot of the times the church is at fault for that scripture not manifesting in the lives of this day. Mm, yeah the scripture the scripture that we're, we're 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 for this particular episode says you know think the things that are loving and holy and peace think of those things and 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 this is why i can't sit under any ministry especially when you talk about the foundation having come to a place that i know god for myself and within myself i can't sit under any any ministry knowing that it does not liberate um myself and it doesn't affirm my being and it doesn't love it's, it doesn't give uh, um a, 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 a 
idea of kindness and peace and joy, like think on these things. Um, I believe our, I believe our faith journey, um, our life, uh, our lived journey should, should have this element of peace, of joy, but most importantly of love. And if it doesn't sit on that, my God, on today, I say you go ahead and stand, walk, move, do something, but set yourself free and yeah. find some peace. Mm. What you think? That sounds good. <laughs> what you think? <laughs> now, I, here's one last thing. Because people think the aspects of the human condition that you just mentioned, the aspects of the divine condition that you just mentioned that humanity tries to live through, love and peace and joy and all of that, right? Or yes, all of that, people think it just comes, but it challenges you. And, and that's it, is that, is that the God of your understanding should always challenge you. Mm -hmm. I just truly believe that. And it doesn't mean it challenges you because it puts you in sorrow, but it challenges your reality each day. Mm -hmm. Because none of our reality as a human being walking this planet is perfect. None of it. Yeah. So it should challenge the reality that you, that you find yourself in each day. Every single day it should challenge your, your reality. This is, this is very theological framework here. I mean, I mean it, it, re it really is. Because what we're saying, like, what we're saying is you need to continue to wrestle and question your theology, the God mm -hmm. of your understanding, right? Like, if, if, mm -hmm. if, if you come up against the God that you know, come up against something that is not loving, that is, that is not peaceful, that is, that is not liberating towards yourself or towards somebody else, mm -hmm then you need to question that God. You need to wrestle with that God. You know, that is the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. To continue to, to journey with God. Woo, that, woo. Mm -hmm. Friend, yeah, friend. I just want you to know that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. She a little nervous because she a fan. I, I am. I'm a fan of your energy. Like, yeah, yes. like. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you. <laughs> I, look, I just gotta say, I'm glad the energy is back. Cause for a little while here, the things didn't look so good, you know? Yeah. So I, just, I just give thanks for that resurrection power that even allows me to be here with y'all today to share my story um, and my life. So thank you. Thank you, Revs. Uh, and even as I introduce myself, um, my full name is Ayana E. Fajan Daye Davis. Um, and I've really been reclaiming the power and the truth um, and that, that, that no-mo power uh, within my name, which means beautiful flower of fruits and blessings. We give thanks to God for the beloved one. So um, as I think about my name, I'd like to honor my parents even, uh, my dad, Reverend Dr. Edward Davis, who's been a Presbyterian pastor for 45, 44 years now. 
um, and my mother, Helen Davis, who is a great educator, um, early childhood educator and the first lady of the church and, you know, has started so many ministries over the years. Um, and then if I take it back a little bit, uh, giving honor to my granddad, Bishop Charles Fubler um, of Bermuda. Um, and he was a great, great bishop, did work all around the world, um, in particular uh, in Texas, did a lot of his education in Texas and uh, uh, was affectionately known as the cowboy preacher because he always wore cowboy hats. So a lot of times people see me in hats um, and that is in honor of him um, and my dear, dear uh, grandmother on that side, granny on that side, Phyllis Fubler. And last, uh, on my father's side, my paternal grandmother, Nana, um, the great evangelist Grace, giving thanks and honor for her life, for how she taught me how to pray as we were shuffling along to Brooklyn from Queens to go to all of the, the, the services and the, and the revivals and the this and the that uh, all throughout the city. So I just had to give honor to them real quick. All right. Yes, I, I wish I had a like quick, a plant to I shake. Look, right, yes. I say, right, I look. I, I sit above my water. Forget me. It's all good. But uh yes, they 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 hear us nonetheless. They um, you know, have loved me and supported me and encouraged me to be where I am today. Um, so I actually want to start out with a piece if that's okay, something real quick. Um yeah, all I could talk about is goodness and grace. That's my grandmother's name, the one I never could replace. So I fill in the space with the words that were written for the Buddhists, the Hindus, the Jews, Muslims, and the Christians. Atheist, agnostic, lover of life. I got a message in a bottle, came to shore one night. I'm so sure of the love that I have in my heart that when I open up my mouth, no, I'm doing my part. Religion is a sentiment. We try to set a precedent on how to live a good existence, but I'm just persistent. It's matter-of-factly, I know it's got to be all the love overflowing from inside of we, inside of we. Um, and so as I think about the collective, as I think about um, this, this great uprising and revolution um, and, and this, this, this moment of recreation that I see happening all around the world, um, I think about how there is a shift um, happening from the traditional um, to this space of innovation, um, to this space of, of, of creating safer and braver spaces for people. Um, I myself uh, had to uh, resign from my, my position um, in a church within my denomination in the middle of a pandemic because of the, the, the ridicule, because of the manipulation, because of the abuse um, that I was experiencing in the space. Um, and um, prior to that, had actually gone on to establish uh, my own nonprofit uh, called My Super Natural Life. My Super Natural Life, giving it a you know a little hip hop flair. Um, I'm all about hip hop, healing and wholeness, uh, coaching, creativity and community, peace, purpose and power. Um, and so in July 2020, I went on to launch my Supernatural Life, all about providing holistic communal care for folks, um, especially folks um, living with chronic conditions, especially folks living with disabilities, especially folks um, that, that find themselves in the caregiver role um, as they show up for, for folks in the world, going through uh, some challenges, life challenges. Um, and so in establishing my supernatural life, I began to see how um, um, 
care needed to be taken to a deeper level. I noticed how we needed to mix that with culture. I yeah. noticed how people needed to have a face of, of, of what it looked like, um, of, of what a black, queer, disabled woman looked like, gender non-conforming woman looked like in the world that was doing the work of providing spiritual care. Um, and so we established that in July and then shortly after realized God has taken this thing to another level and I must resign, right? I've got to be about my father and my mother's business and my grandparents' business in a new and transformed way. I'm a graduate of Spelman College. Um, and so while I was at Spelman in Atlanta, um, I was in the Glee Club. Uh, I love to sing. I love to perform. I love to, you know, just get creative uh, with inspiring people. And so as a chaplain uh, in the Glee Club, I, I was able to hold sacred space for women, right? Sacred space for my community um, in a way that I, I, I maybe wasn't um, um, uh, courageous enough to do when I was under my father's household, you know, maybe maybe living under his shadow a bit, uh, a little afraid to step forward into my own truth and brilliance, not just spiritually and not just as a leader, but also in terms of reconciling my sexuality, reconciling what I believe, um, reconciling some of the myths and half-truths that have been imparted uh, into my life as a child. And so I'm grateful for that time um, in Atlanta where I could step into wholeness and my truth uh, as a leader in the world. So in Atlanta uh, began uh, the Peace People's Movement because I had a band. So the band was Johnny and the Peace People. Um, and we would go around doing uh, some community organizing. We'd be at the urban farms. We'd be at the homeless shelters. We'd be at the, you know, wherever we had to go to show up. Um, and wherever I was like, yo, that's where we're going to be at. That's where all the peace people came so that we could be of service um, in the world. And so that basically grew. So everywhere I went in the world, I'm collecting peace people, peace people, peace people. Um, and when it was time for um, Obama to, to be elected, I uh, launched a campaign called Peace for President. Um, mm -hmm. And so to help keep the work going, launched a T-shirt company whenever that was all them years ago. Um, and the, the, peace, the peace for president uh, uh, T-shirts rolled out or rolling out all around the world. Um, and, and one of my dear brothers uh, in Atlanta, Dr. Uh, Alfonso Sullivan, he was like, yo, you're 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 the peace president. Like, you know what I'm saying? Forget whatever the government is doing. Like you're here, like leading the people in your own way. So that's how um, I became the peace president and, um, you know, have been have been um, dedicated and devoted um, to peace my entire life. Um, and shortly after that, found out that Yanni actually means peace in like Aboriginal, you know, Australian language. And so even there, just, whoo, OK, we go, we go, we gonna link all of this together and make it make sense for the people. Um, so fast forward um, in Atlanta had the opportunity to um, uh, 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 bring Rise Community Church to life um, as one of the founding members there. And Rise has now been around for uh, seven and a half years almost. Um, so found helped to found Rise. And as a leader there, recognizing that um, God was calling me to, to, to really step deeper into my um, abilities as a creative, um, as a spiritual leader, um, as a minister, and um, someone just remixing, remixing, right, care up. 
Um, and that summer of uh, 2014 was um, afforded the opportunity to head to India, Hyderabad, India, um, as an ambassador, um, helping to implement a visual arts curriculum. And being there in the silence, in the energy, in the spirit, um, in the vibrancy um, of, of, of the land, um, spirit said, all right, next up is seminary. And maybe a week after that, I was on my way, leaving uh, Atlanta, headed to the Bay Area to start seminary. Um, and so there, just, just really anchoring deeper into my truths, into who I wanted to be, how I wanted to be, and what my ministry work would look like in the world. Halfway through, was diagnosed with chronic kidney disease. Um, I was flown back from uh, California to Atlanta to film a commercial for ESPN. Wow, you know, greatest opportunity of my life. Like, oh, they about to cut this check. Thank you, Jesus. Like, I'm looking good. Like, ah, going out before all the world. Um, and the third day on set, uh, collapsed. I collapsed, and um, it was it was something out of a movie, just not the one that we were trying to film. Mm. Um, was rushed to the hospital. My brother was still living in Atlanta. We have a family home in Atlanta, and that night was diagnosed with chronic kidney disease. Um, Rushed into surgery to get my catheters placed for dialysis. Rushed in to get a transfusion. Um, if we want to talk about the blood. Um, and then that morning started dialysis. Um, was on a two-year journey with that in and out of the ICU. Um, all manners of conditions coming up. Uh, all manners of invisibility and isolation and hurt and pain and loss and grief. Um, and silence. Hmm, um, but thanks be to God. October 23rd, 2018, I received my kidney transplant from a dear, dear friend. Um, and yep, here I am. Uh, all that time later with my three kidneys, if we want to talk about the Trinity, um, giving <laughs> thanks for life in abundance um, and ascension and recreation and resurrection and resurgence and all the reads you could think of. So, mm -hmm. yeah, a little bit, a little bit about me. A little bit. Listen, when is the book coming out? <laughs> the book is coming out. The, so, all right. I did. I am an author as well. So I have one book of poetry that came out, uh, Love Poems for Peace, back in 2012. Um, and then I have also um, completed my second book of poetry uh, entitled Waves Crashing Against Black Skin, uh, which will be coming out later this year. So, yes. And then we, we, we're working on the, on the, the, the telling of the story. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, you know, some things come up as we try to get our stories out. So, you know, that one will be coming to talking all about, you know, the other parts of my journey. But. Yeah, we, the books are on the way. The documentary yeah. is on the way. The new music is on the way. Uh, new de clothing designs on the way. Yes. Ooh, you got yeah. so much good energy. I'm, I'm, I'm loving your energy. I'm always, always just, just, I'm so ready to give of yourself. And I'm so, I'm so, I'm just so grateful for you. Um, um, from the moment we encountered to up to this point, like, like I said, you've always been very transparent. Um, yeah. on social media and just kind of sharing yourself, giving of yourself. Oh, even mm -hmm. in the hardest and difficult of time, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I mean, 
my personality doesn't drive me to do that, but I think it's so necessary um, because you give people an opportunity to show up in their own faith and their own walk. Like you say yeah. about this, well, here's an opportunity for you to be about this, right? And exactly. so I, I, I just want to thank you because you, woo, just you living your life, Yanni, the way you live your life, I want to say that you have transformed me indirectly and listen. Okay, I'm listening. When you left Rise, when you left Rise, because you, 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 I I believe, I don't remember what your title was, but I still did. I was the one that came after you. And I was, I was hella nervous. I'm like, this is Yanni. (laughs) But you held it down in the most amazing way. Like, you just kept, kept it going, the energy and the essence and the truth. Yeah, no. So I give thanks for you. <laughs> Thank you. But I want to I want to let you know that I am grateful for your greatness. Amen. I am grateful Amen. for your Thank greatness. You. Amen. Amen. I receive it. I share. <laughs> I receive it. Um, you quiet over there, Ralph. She's so nice. Hey, Ralph. What's up, Ralph? Let folks know your handles and things like that and where they can, sure. can find Yanni. Yup. Yup. So the best place to go is www. Who is Yanni.com? W H O I S Y A N I 1 N. Who is Yanni.com? Um, my handles are at Yanni Means Peace everywhere. You will find me. Um, also, if folks want to get involved and learn more about uh, my organization, my supernatural life, head on over to my super with the A, no E R, my super naturallife.org um and also at my supernatural life on all of the social media places you could imagine two Revno church is powered by the saint media jiggy jazz production and b paul mobley two revs no church is sponsored by pennsylvania southeast conference of the united church of christ